Hey there, this is Jeanine Ledford, your intercultural creativity keynote speaker, and this is the Diamond Mentor Moments on the Create and Grow Rich podcast, produced by Cafe Strategies, an industry leader and founder in intercultural creativity training. These are just short gems to help you grow in your intercultural creative thinking, which is now the number one skill needed in this global workforce. We hope you enjoy the lessons learned here, and don't forget to look for the book, The Seven Gems of Intercultural Creativity, How to Connect, Create, and Innovate Across Cultural Lines. Now, enjoy this gem. Observation. What is it about? Why is it important? And why is it important for this new era of creativity and intercultural creativity? Now, when I mean creativity, I don't necessarily mean artistry. I mean the power to generate new ideas that have value, relevance, and novelty. Intercultural creativity is where our nation is going and where we are going as a nation and as a global community. And observation is one of those gems that I talk about Now, the first thing to be mindful of is we're already at a deficit. As human beings, there's only so much that we can observe because of our physical limitations. On the visual spectrum, we can only see the colors of the rainbow. There's several, you know, gamma rays and and ultraviolet rays that we can't see. We don't have access to because of the limitations of our eyes. Even on the audio scale, there's sounds, high sounds that dogs can hear that we can't hear or low sounds that other animals can hear that we can't hear. So we're already at a deficit, but are we further doling down our observational abilities? And what does that mean for our intercultural creativity? Now, you guys know I am an educator and I love definitions. And when people think of observation, they normally think of just your visual sight. But observation comes from the Latin and it means to attend to. What are you giving your attention to? And I mean through all of your gates, your physical gates, your your emotional gates, right? And even your spiritual or creative gates, your gates of information. Your observational gates bring in information that you need to be creative, that you need to connect to one another. So when they're dulled down, you're losing information. You're losing precious data that you can use to create the next big idea. So when I say observation, I mean all of your senses on all of the levels. Now, remember when you were a child? I work with children and I actually have one in this house right now. And it's so interesting to watch children and how they observe things that you and I would consider mundane. Well, guess what? That is where the gold is. And that's why part of my training gets you back to your childlike observational skills and curiosity. Dr. Ruth Bernstein, who's a pioneer in the area of creative thinking, him and his wife, Michelle Ruth Bernstein, they said, the keenest observers make use of every kind of sensory information. In fact, the greatest insights come to individuals who are able to appreciate the sublimity of the mundane, the deeply surprising and meaningful beauty in everyday things. So part of my training that my company does here at CAFE when we train corporations and train teams on how to increase their creative thinking, but also their intercultural competence, observation is part of that training. And we do something called finding the messages in the mundane where you have to get things that you see every day and look at it in a new way. This will train you to stop just recognizing things and observe them, pay attention. 
because a lot of the best creative ideas come from things you've already seen. You're just seeing it in a new way. You're seeing it in from a new perspective. And part of our training is about perspective shifting. But in order to perspective shift, you have to be able to first observe in a new way. So doing this in your home, doing this with your family is fun of looking at something that you see every day that your brain just normally recognizes and dismisses and, and stop dismissing it and engage with it in a new way. Another great exercise to do with this to increase your ability to observe is to get back out there in nature. Those of you who have been following my, my work know I'm a big connector to nature, the original source of creative thought, right? And look at it like you've never seen it before. If you see something interacting with a flower, like a bee or a snail, look at how they're interacting together like you've never witnessed it before. Look at this picture. What could you turn this into? What does this remind you of? Making those connections and observing something that you originally dismissed. I love this photo and all the my pictures that I use in my training, most of them I took because it forced me to stop. And photography is a great, great skill for you to have to force yourself to visually observe things in a new way. Another thing is go outside and just listen to the sounds. Listen to your own sounds. Listen to the sounds in, in your head and the different sounds that, that you can produce. That is a great way to increase your observation. Look at how the colors play off, how things are contrasted, how things are repeating in nature. This is a great way to strengthen your skill of observation. Now, my work is in intercultural creativity. So I always love to add the intercultural piece. When I do my trainings, we look at the creative agility and the creative development, and then we tie it into the intercultural competence development arena. So when it comes to observation, I'm going to challenge you to do the same thing that we did with the messages of the mundane. How do you observe your coworkers? How do you observe your family members? A lot of times the people who are in our lives on a repetitive, um, regular schedule, we no longer stop to look at them from different perspectives. We no longer stop to see if there's anything new. I like to share this example. I've been married for about 12 years this month. My husband and I joined a Toastmasters. I joined it way before him, and he decided to join it about a few years ago. And I saw him on the stage at the district competition in the Tall Tales speech competition, and I was like, who is this man? Like, I don't know who this is because I saw another facet of his personality. Those of you guys know I'm, a, I'm the diamond person. We believe everyone should shine bright like a diamond and we're demographically different, like the diamond has different facets. And so I saw another facet of my husband and I looked at him in a new way and it added to our creativity. It added to the way that we interacted. So just like you're observing items and just objects in your environment, are you really taking the time to observe all of your senses, all of your capabilities, people in your life? That increases your intercultural competence, which is your ability to act, to interact, to see complexities within people and to be able to create and innovate. This is a good skill, a good test. It's called reading the mind in the eyes of people who have high intercultural abilities and high empathy and emotional intelligence. They are able to do this. They're able to observe 
into taking the data and emotionally or, or socially and emotionally understand where what emotion the person's feeling and where the person could come from. So you can go and take this test, just Google reading the mind and the eyes test, and they show you eyes like this, and you have to choose what emotion the person is giving. You have to observe through your visual observation skills and your emotional gates, your emotional skills, what emotion the person's feeling. So you can choose jealous or arrogant or hateful or panic for this one, fantasizing, aghast, impatient or alarmed. And this one, playful, comforting, irritated or bored. They actually rate you on your ability to understand the emotion the person's feeling by you observing their eyes. And so when you increase, if you're trying to increase your emotional intelligence, you have to increase your observational ability. Be aware of that. That's an integral part of creative thinking and intercultural competence. And that's why we have at Cafe Strategies it as an important part in our training in intercultural creativity. So that is my diamond mentor moment for you today. Don't forget, I'm working on the book right now, The Seven Gems of Intercultural Creativity, How to Connect, Create, and Innovate Across Cultural Lines. Our company has intensive, fun, engaging trainings for you and your team members. If you're looking for leadership training, team building training, but of course, intercultural training which we go over bias, mindset, gamut of psychological, creative skills and abilities that your people could enhance. Feel free to reach out if you have any questions. And I thank you for joining me on today's Diamond Mentor Moment. We will see you next time. Bye-bye.